So it's another edition of the Panthers pre-game podcast. We're going to look ahead to a really big weekend for the Nottingham Panthers this weekend. Belfast Giants, of course, at home on Saturday. Five Flyers on the road on Sunday. And look back at what was a great week. Incomings, not so good news for a player. Outgoings, of course. And that great win over Manchester Storm with a young British netminder in net. All those things to come. Uh, John O'Bullard and the former Panthers netminder, Dan Green. Good evening to you both. How are you both doing? Evening, guys. All good here? Yeah, uh, the same. All good. And a good evening. Uh, Greener, you took a trip to the city ground, didn't you, on Wednesday night? Uh, your boys didn't win the game. There was a lot of boys in there supporting Nottingham Forest. A lot of boys, uh, North Americans supporting Nottingham Forest. But what was it like? As a Tottenham fan, being let's start with it. Let's let's get it out of the way. A Tottenham fan being in the Nottingham Forest end uh, when Spurs basically got played off the park. It was it was you know what I really enjoyed it. It was a great you know obviously I wanted Tottenham to win, but it was it was a great atmosphere, a great occasion. Uh, we were sat right by the Tottenham fans, which was obviously great for me. Um, I tried to convince some of the guys to support Tottenham with me, but none of them were having any of it. Um, and when Forrest scored, I just had to slowly stand up. So I didn't look like the only one sat down. But um, no, it was it was a great night, a lot of fun. I think I think all the guys enjoyed it. <laughs> there you go. You got out, you got out alive. Right, that one's out of the way. Jono, let's let's get down to action and, and then we'll go back to Greener for some hockey chat as well. Uh, Belfast Giants on Saturday. I say the form team in the league because they just thumped a Cardiff Devils side 9-3. It, it's, it's, I feel like I say this a lot. It's, it's going to be a benchmark of where Panthers might be this season with the Giants coming into town. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think that's exactly the right phrase, Chris, a, a benchmark for where the Panthers are at. Uh, I, I think Giants potentially have the best team in the league I've not I'll, I'll see them live tomorrow against Manchester and then see them on Saturday as well uh so much offense and Scott Conway and David Goodwin the captain have, have both got 30 plus points in the elite league um they've got the likes of Ben Lake in there Tyler Soy uh the new signing Derek Angeli they they just look so stacked uh up front. So it will be a really good measure to see where the Panthers are. I don't think the Panthers should be overawed, though. They, they, we've got offensive punch ourselves. If we can keep it tight defensively and if uh, Jack Berry has a, a really good game in the goal, which he, he was doing prior to uh, when he was uh, covering for Alex Debo, I, I think we've, we've got a good chance. Jono, uh, uh, Greener, Jono makes a good point there. You know, Jack, this is a big moment for, for Jack Berry, one of the best teams in the league coming into Nottingham. Uh, and he knows that, that this has got to be his moment if he's going to lead Panthers to a win. Yeah, I think this could be the sort of weekend that elevates him. You know, obviously he played those five games when uh, Dubois was unavailable and, you know, he won four of them. But, you know, I, I think they were against, with all due respect, you know, it was a couple of wins against Manchester, maybe one against Glasgow. But, you know... If he can get a couple of wins here, you know, at home to the Giants and in Belfast, I think it will take him from, you know, capable backup that can play to, you know, really battling for that number one position. And when Alex Dubow comes back, Gary Graham will have a decision to make. So, yeah, I think Saturday is a really big night for Jack Berry. It's going to be a great night, Jono, isn't it? For for lots of reasons. There's some great things planned for the Remembrance game. We've had the poppy shirts on sale. There's going to be a ceremony on the ice. And then, of course, the uh, new retirement shirts, the, the the 
banners that are going next to the Gary Moran and David Clark banner, which is on the, the far side at the stage end of the arena. Uh, it's it's going to be a special occasion to see that. Yeah, definitely. There's been lots of fans, uh, me included, skin for, for banners for many, many years. So it's great to see that they will be going up on, on Saturday night. And uh, yeah, well, well deserved. And it's nice to see that uh, the past players who, who played so much in our past successes are being honoured. And hopefully a couple of those players will be in the building with us on Saturday as well. Greena, what, what's it like? We'll, we'll touch now on, on Fife on Sunday. You, you play a big game, a big emotional game. No matter what happens, it'll be a big game against Belfast, win or lose. Then you've got to get up early. And, and look, now I'm not trying to talk about boss legs or, or anything like that because it's the same for Fife coming to Nottingham or, or whatever. I'm merely getting in the brain of a hockey player. You know, what's it like to kind of go to bed? Yeah, best, I guess you're not in bed till midnight and then get up early and get on that bus for a long Scotland trip. Just what's it like physically and mentally? Yeah, it's really hard because, you know, like you said, it's, it's that uh, emotional. I think you saw it last week with Manchester when... They had that war with Sheffield on the Saturday. I mean, they didn't have to travel, but they beat them, but they left it all out there. And you saw when they came here the next day, it just looked to me like they didn't have much left in the tank. And, you know, that's the thing. It can be, oh, you know, we could beat Belfast. It'll take 100% effort and commitment. But like you said, not much sleep, get up the next morning, travel all the way up there. And, you know, Fife's a difficult place. It's a small old rink. It's going to be cold. It will probably be dark before the game even starts. Like it's, you're sort of going into a really hostile atmosphere. So a lot of people will think the big game Saturday, and obviously it is, but Sunday will be just as hard for different reasons. And yeah, guys will need to get rehydrated, lots of food, get some sleep. And yeah, I mean, the big one Saturday, you know, obviously for all of us in the building, but I couldn't really call each game which one's going to be harder, to be honest. You make a good point there, actually, because, you know, you've it's it's not like a routine, is it, where the guys can go to bed on Saturday and then have a couple of hour bus journey. You know, again, and I, I want to talk about the athlete side. You mentioned hydration and food. I guess that's crucial on the Saturday night after the game and then how you then spend the bus journey with hydration and food on the Sunday. Yeah, and it's hard because you're, you know, the legs, the body will be quite tired from Saturday and then you've just got to sit on a bus for six hours. So it's not like when you're at home and you can, you know, stretch, go for a walk, you know, get sort of get ready. You're just sort of sat there for the whole time. And yeah, you know, you're sort of on a bus. You've, you've got to try and eat enough to, to get through the day and get through the game. And it's all those little things. Everybody has their own routines and, and their own little things they do. But um, yeah, it's, it's really challenging, you know, going, like you said, if it was a two hour trip, it's fine, but it's the whole day on the bus on Sunday. And then you get there and you're not in the Odyssey or the motor point or somewhere like that, you know, Fife's great. It's it's historic. It's it's legendary. But you know, you get there and it's it's probably not as easy to get up for. And if you go into a rink like that and you're not physically and you know sort of emotionally invested, you, you can get caught out. So it's going to be a tough one. The context of the weekend, Jono. You know how, how much I'm jumping ahead here. Obviously, what I'm about to say, but it's it's something that is quite cherished. How much would a four point weekend? You know. If Nottingham can go and, and beat somebody like Belfast, who are a, a premier team in this league, and then go 
and get it done in five, which was kind of, it's a cliche, difficult place to go with all those things around it. You know, how much would that mean, do you think, in the context of the season, in the context of the season, if Panthers could find, could put out four points here? It'd be massive. It'd be absolutely huge, especially as they're both elite league games as well. So they count as as points towards the regular season standings. It wouldn't, due to, to the way the league is, it wouldn't actually see us move up any places if we did get a four-point weekend. But I think for confidence and momentum, it would be absolutely huge if we could get four out of four this weekend. A greener, a new face in town, Fabrizio Ricci, former Dundee Stars player, announced as it's moving on. Uh, announced moving on by Dundee and quickly we put out the signing news that he'd signed for the Nottingham Panthers. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll speak to both of you about him. You've already had a chance to, to meet him, but he, he already shows signs greener, isn't he? That he's, um, well, let's talk to you from a sort of a playing side of, of you. He's maybe that physical forward that, that, that maybe has been a bit of a missing piece of the jigsaw. Yeah, I think hopefully it'll be a perfect fit. I mean, I, I don't, you know, I know obviously a lot of fans, when you get a new player, whatever position, you just want to see points and success and a resume. But it's all about chemistry. And I think, you know, you look at him and do I expect him to score 25 goals? Probably not. Um, is he going to be on the top line? Potentially not. But I think he's going to come in, face-off guy. Me and John, I talk about how important that is, you know, on the commentary you know, face-offs, physicality, blocking shots, energy guy, get the crowd into the home games. You know, I think he's going to be almost a bit like a Matthew Tuzignon type, maybe a bit bigger, a little bit more skill, but just that guy that's going to do a bit of everything, power play, penalty kill. And he also seems, you know, a great character, lively, you know, energised. I think he will just bring a different dimension to the team. And it's not always about just signing big point scorers, um, especially at this point in the year. It's just about getting what you're missing. And I think that's something we have lacked a bit of. And I expect him to just make us a more a more rounded team overall. Yeah, I've been very impressed with the way he's conducted himself so far. He's, he's blended well into the into the dressing room within the past couple of days. You know, got involved in with his teammates, went to the Forest game and 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 joined in the the team outing there, which was great for him and great for his teammates as well. And then obviously, you know, just the, the way he's been in the feature that went out today with with Sophie, and and you could see his personality coming through. And then with you, Jono, I thought he was excellent in his interview, and you can tell that he he cares and he wants to be here. He knows what it means to play for the Panthers, and and you can see there's a guy there that will not only give his all, but but take responsibility is probably what I'm I'm, I'm thinking, Jono. Yeah, I was extremely impressed when I spoke to him uh, for that interview yesterday. Uh, spoke very well, Clear, clearly very driven, knows what he needs to do and also what he can offer to the team. Uh, and it appears that he he will play wherever he's needed and, and do whatever he is asked to do to be part of this team. Uh, spoke very, very well. Uh, spoke for a long, long time as well. I, I, no, normally, you get. You, I didn't expect such well-rounded and and such long answers from from the questions that I posed to him. So I was really impressed with that. And and it's like you say, he seems to have really just fitted in. It's like he's always been here, which is really, 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 really good for him. And uh, he likes a fab lolly as well. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't, and he wants that sponsorship deal now. Um, <laughs> you know, as one comes in, one goes out. Andrew Johnston. I just wonder how a dressing room kind of copes with a, a departure because it has to kind of 
just get on with it. It's professional sport, but guys are losing their friend as well. So it must be an odd experience when that happens. Yeah, it's definitely never nice. I mean, you know, it, like you said, it is sport. Everyone knows it can kind of happen to anybody at any time. And you know what? It's not always a lot of people think, oh, he's gone because he's not performing or for this. But that's not always the reason. You know, sometimes when a guy like um, Fabrizio becomes available, someone has to go and you know, sometimes it, it could be a pick out of a few and there's different reasons. And, you know, Andrew was a, a great guy. He was always really good with me. I know he's really well liked in the room. Um, and it, yeah, it's unfortunate, but that's just sort of the nature of the job. And I'm sure he will pick up a team if he hasn't already. I, I'm sure he will very soon, but I know he was very well liked. And obviously the guys will, will be really sorry to, to see him go. But, you know, Fabrizio will come in and hopefully he'll do a good job and you just have to kind of move on, really. It's interesting, Jono, isn't it? Because because Andrew Johnson is clearly a good player. His CV shows that. His time in, in Coventry shows that. It just didn't get going for him in Nottingham. The injury 100% didn't help. Interesting to hear Gary Graham's thoughts as well in the week where he kind of said, you know, you look at yourself as a coach and did did the coach not get it right? Is that why it didn't work? And, you know, there's there's no doubt that Andrew Johnston will go somewhere else and, and score points. It's it's life, isn't it? it? It's one of those things. It, it wasn't a fit for him, for, for in Nottingham. It, it's sad, but but that that it just it wasn't working out. He, no, and and it is sad. He did he did show uh, like brilliance at times. I'm thinking that the assist for for a Tanner Sorensen goal, which was absolutely superbly worked, and certainly earlier in the season where he scored a, a couple of goals in in pre season and also. Uh, against Guildford very, very late on uh, to bring us back into the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but I, I think he, he then picked up that injury and I don't... It wasn't at a great time. He, he was out for a few games and then he comes back into a, a more settled side and just finds it difficult to, to then make an impression. It, it is sad, but but it's unfortunately, this is a sport where unfortunately there is no room for sentiment and you're always looking to improve. Greener, now let's just just move on again. We touched on it in the post game podcast about Matty Blaw, but but you know, moving on a few days, he's had the media spotlight, which has been great. He he was interviewed, obviously, for for our television after the game. There were some students there from from Derby who did an interview with him. He's now been on the uh, in the game on BBC Radio Nottingham. He is saves and a, a snippet of our interview featured on on BBC East Midlands today. Uh, so he's had a, a very good week as Matty Blaw. You know, as a young netminder, is it important to to keep grounded? He's he's led Panthers to a win. You know, who knows when he may be called upon again? Is it important that that at his age he he keeps ground? He's clearly got talent. Him and Luca, Sheldon, but but is it important to, for them to to be grounded? Yeah, I think you know he'll obviously remember that forever, and I'm sure he'll live off that for a while, which he should quite rightly do. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure even at the start of this week, it's just kind of back to work. You know, you sort of you keep that memory; you'll always have it. Uh, I'm sure he'll get the DVD of the game, and you know he'll have everything, you know, the game sheet or whatever. But yeah, I mean, talented young goalie. He just needs to play minutes. You know, obviously that'll be for the Lions. Um, and hopefully, I mean, obviously you don't say hopefully because you don't want injuries, but, you know, hopefully they, they both get more minutes get down the road and moving on as they get older, they sort of sign more long-term and develop here and stuff. But yeah, I think it's one of those things that, you know, he did well. Um, you get the first one out the way and, and it's awesome, especially with it being on his birthday. But 
you know, now you have to build on that, you know, keep working hard in practice, watch the game tape of it, see what you can improve on, get more minutes for the Lions, and then just kind of go from there. DVD, it's almost as antique. Are you sure he's not going to get a VHS or a Betamax? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what do they get now? I don't, I don't know. Someone send it on WeTransfer or something. Yeah, yeah they get, they get or, or, or on a flash drive or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the, the great story about Matty Blord, you know, and I think most people would have picked up on it, but if they didn't, it's a great story. He had to go and play for, for the Lions straight after and 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 actually went in goal to replace Lucas Sheldon. I mean what what, yeah. what a day for it. I mean, you know, it's a great story that this this young 18-year-old is back up and goes in after 10 minutes to win an elite league game, or should I say a challenge cup game, but a top flight hockey game. He, he basically comes to the dressing room, he does some media and, and then rushes off mm. to the Lions. What 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 a story. What a day. 18 yeah, as well. Yeah, he, he earned his corn on Sunday, didn't he? <laughs> but yeah, it is an incredible story. The fact that he must have been on such a high after he came off the ice uh, from from winning the game for Panthers against Storm. Then he does the media. Then he's got to get focused again for another game in in an, in the rink across the way. And so it has to go there, sit on the bench, and then gets the call to go in net, and then has to be back in the zone again. And, yeah, uh, fair play to him. Uh, uh, great credit to, to Matty. And, uh, you know, I, I think we'll, we'll hear far more from him as as uh, the future goes on. Going to wrap it up soon, but but just finally, Greener, did you ever play two games in one day? I mean, you must have done when you were a kid, yeah? Yeah, I, I think a similar thing. Not, not at the professional level, but, I, yeah, I remember kind of if there was, like, on a Saturday, like, you know, an under... 14s game then a 16s I'd maybe like play for the 14s and then I'd back up for the game afterwards or you know if back then obviously it was sort of similar like that you would just go up through the age group so yeah or maybe sort of play for the the 19s and then sit on the bench for the ENL team or something but I remember when I was playing for the Bs a little bit in the Super League but I was still training with like the equivalent of NIHL we had a game midweek for the Bs at home and I played that and then practiced afterwards. And I remember like playing in the Super League and obviously all the guys, Cardarelli, Dan Seaman, whoever it was. And then afterwards, I just, they all got undressed and I just stayed in my gear and then just went back on the ice and they were all leaving in their suits and I was back on the ice training and probably left the rink at like midnight. So yeah, I, I don't think I've ever played in consecutive games, definitely not professionally, but yeah, definitely played in that and then trained a couple of times. Great, great memories. Always enjoy listening to those memories of yours, Greeno. Right, well, that's a wrap for the for this uh, podcast. Don't forget Panthers against the Giants on Saturday. Tickets are going well. If you want to go and you're just thinking, oh, I'll just leave it a bit longer, I'd get there sooner rather than later. There's going to be a good crowd in for what is a really big night. It just has a really big feel about a Saturday night in Nottingham. So get those tickets quick uh, and get your seats sorted as soon as possible. That's it. Thanks, guys, for joining us on the latest edition of the Panthers pregame podcast.